What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, well, it seems quite some time ago that I told you Woody Reed would describe his first journey to the zone in his own words. Give this young man an inch and he takes a mile. Of course, he was always like that. Even as a youngster practicing his saxophone hour upon hour, Tell him it's time to quit, and you could see that momentary flicker of rebellion in his eyes. Remember that first wedding gig when Trumpet Man called out the party's over as the last song of the evening? Woody was only 12 at the time, not yet wise to the inner workings of his creative mind, not to mention all the creative energy surrounding him. You just knew he didn't want to stop, undoubtedly couldn't stop the creative flow in midstream at the drop of a hat. And why should he when you get right down to it? Didn't you ever wonder why jazz musicians have such a hard time coming down after a gig? It's all about reveling in the moment. No wonder it's so hard to let go of it. Life demands that we rebel against what we seem so unable to comprehend. Is it wrong to try so desperately to hang on to those rare moments of revelation? I'm not surprised that Woody would go on and on as he did, unable to turn the faucet off once opened. You see, I've been where he is now. I know of what I speak. After Woody's traumatic first journey to the zone, he escaped to the life of a musical vagabond traveling the highways and byways, sitting in with jazz groups wherever and whenever he could, with never a callback for a second show, after it became apparent that his heart just wasn't in it, for reasons they surely could never understand. And he couldn't blame them. On one such foray down Main Street in small-town America, Woody drove past a large Art Deco theater, the well-lit marquee flashing... A tribute to American music. As if drawn by a magnet, he parked nearby and walked back to the theater. But once again, this is not my story after all. It's Woody's. So I think it would be best if I let Woody tell you about his second journey to the zone in his own words. Remember, what awaits you might be considered by some to be disturbing. So consider yourself warned. Much like the verbal disclaimer intoned on commercial breaks while you're watching movies on cable television, the content of this program may not be appropriate for all viewers and discretion is advised. A live concert is an exciting experience for audiences and musicians alike. And that's how it was with me, Woody Reed. A crowd was lined up at the box office to purchase tickets for tonight's show, so if I hope to get a seat, I better buy my ticket right now. Once inside, I picked a seat in the middle of the hall, craning my neck to see the large Art Deco chandelier some 30 feet overhead. The seats were upholstered in plush velvet, the ceiling rounded and high, and the stage large and impressive. 
graced by the giant maroon curtains one would expect in a theater of this period. People streamed into the hall amid that unmistakable pre-concert buzz that I knew so well. I couldn't help but notice that most of those around me were much older than I, in their 50s, 60s, and then some. At precisely 8 o'clock, the house lights dimmed, leaving the final few guests scurrying to their seats. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's show, a tribute to American music. The curtains opened to reveal a 17-piece big band, a throwback to earlier times, the rhythm section already into the introduction as the leader lifted his trumpet to his lips and began to play a melody I knew well, Misty. His playing rocked me gently and I closed my eyes, thinking back to that first wedding gig with Trumpet Man all those years ago, when the first song he had called out was one and the same, Misty. Midway through the first chorus, my eyes flew open with a start as I realized that I was indeed listening to Trumpet Man's very rendition of this classic song. The same tone, the same phrasing, it was uncanny. Trumpet Man, I mean the performer on stage, abruptly ended his improvisation two bars before the third chorus which I recognized as the tenor sax player's cue for his own lead into the next chorus. Instinctively, my hands jerked upward as if expecting to lift my tarnished old sax to play my own lead in. My heart stopped in mid-beat. There must be an explanation for this. In the midst of my confusion, the trumpet section belted out the next chorus, leaving the final one for the trumpet soloist to restate the melody. Misty closed out with precisely the same ending I remember from my own first playing of this song alongside Trumpet Man that night. The audience began applauding and the performer smiled broadly bowing to the crowd. I was frozen in place, frozen in time more accurately. I couldn't even raise my arms to support my hands to applaud along with everyone else. I felt my mind drifting back in time as the audience finally relented to the performer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this evening's performance of a tribute to American music. Please put your hands together for a very gifted and talented young musician, Woody Reed. The audience laughed loudly at the absurd humor of a saxophonist with such an appropriate name, Woody Reed, but I couldn't hear a thing. At that moment, the entire concert hall virtually closed in upon me. My heart began to beat uncontrollably, my whole body shaking, and my peripheral vision vanished. I felt unable to extricate myself from a nightmare growing more obscene by the moment. The performer was looking right at me as if a Star Trekian tractor beam had been cast to connect us. He continued speaking to the audience, but I couldn't comprehend the words he was mouthing, his voice lost in an echo chamber, and I gave up even trying to comprehend his words. All the while, his eyes held mine, both of us firmly ensconced within the beam. His were kind eyes, thank goodness, and his expression spoke to me, comforting me, communicating to me and only me, that he knew who I was, why I was here, and that I shouldn't be afraid. Telepathically, it seemed, I heard his voice in my mind, 
made all the more confusing by the fact that the words I was hearing didn't match the movements of his lips on stage. It's okay, Woody. You're here for a reason, and you're among friends. Just close your eyes, sit back in your seat, and try not to be afraid. In a moment, I'm going to introduce the next number on the program. When I do, I want you to remember the last time you played this song. It's a song you know well, a song that has deep meaning for you. But when you hear the name of this song, don't be alarmed. Just remember, all things happen for a reason. In fact, you've been invited to this very town on this very weekend and to this very performance in this hall tonight. You're not alone, Woody. Abruptly, we were back in real time. I opened my eyes, and the performer's words now matched the movement of his lips. I felt weak, certain I would pass out, but I repeated his words of comfort to myself, preparing for what must be coming if he had taken the trouble to warn me of it in advance. I made up my mind at that moment that I would let nothing scare me to the point of losing control of my very thoughts and emotions. The next song we'd like to play for you this evening is a classic jazz standard, perhaps one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Lush Life. It was all I could do to keep from leaping from my seat and screaming at the top of my voice, Enough! But I had been warned this was coming, hadn't I? So I followed the advice I had been given, remaining calmly seated, closing my eyes, taking a deep breath, and letting the music lead me to wherever it was I was being led by whomever was leading me there, and for whatever reason. I reminisced to the first time I had played this song with Trumpet Man, then the time I had played it alone and so soulfully at his funeral, and finally, the last time I had played it with the jazz fusion band. The performer was executing a brilliant rendition of Lush Life on stage, which allowed me to focus on the song, the music, and the mood. I no longer felt scared, but I must admit to a certain wariness in the back of my mind. Looking around me, I saw women resting their heads on their husbands' shoulders, nostalgically transported to another time in their lives together, and I thought, this is what it's all about, isn't it? What better purpose for music than as a gentle rekindling of emotions so long ago experienced and so deeply enjoyed? I turned towards the stage, and there he was, this wonderful performer, seemingly encased in the warm amber glow of the spotlights, his body swaying to the rhythm of the music as he continued his improvisation. I sensed him speaking to me as if in a dream. Prepare yourself, Woody, for what's about to happen will rattle your soul if you allow it to. I saw it with my own two eyes. Had he not warned me in advance, I surely would have run from the hall, screaming like a raving maniac. But then I felt his presence, like Trumpet Man's gentle hand on my shoulder, calming me as a mother would her sick child. He was rising from his stage-bound physical body, 
Without even a hint of the panic I had felt upon my own rising years earlier, I turned my head to see if anyone around me was seeing what I was seeing. I couldn't be sure, but no facial expressions changed. No heads were raised from shoulders to follow the ascent. No cries of disbelief were gasped. Indeed, not even his own band members seemed to bear witness to his ascension. I looked up to see the spiritual glow now level with the top of the curtain. The performer's body held fast to the stage as the notes flowed from his trumpet. Higher and higher the apparition rose, now floating over the top of the hall. It seemed to continue for hours as hands were held, memories were recalled, and eyes misted over. In truth, all this occurred within the span of mere minutes before his glow slowly and gracefully flowed back across the ceiling, back down the curtains, re-entering his body from which it had risen so elegantly as lush life ended. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.